From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, glad to have you with us. And I continue broadcasting this week from an undisclosed location. I will tell you, I had a chance to, over the last two days, interface with a great number of our service personnel uh, men and women, uh, some of whom might be called into action as world hostilities change in the near future. Um, and I got to tell you, um, I, I'm often very not confident in the current commander in chief, but my confidence in the men and women who serve us in uniform has never been greater. And I'm grateful for what they are doing. Uh, Tom Trattup uh, joined us yesterday, a longtime uh, news executive for SRN News. Uh, the Salem Radio Network. Uh, he also is a correspondent and a contributor now, senior contributor to allisrael.com, which is Joel Rosenberg's site. And oftentimes they are breaking news ahead of anybody else in terms of what's going on in Israel. Tom Trattup is back with us now. Tom, the last 24 hours since we spoke, 40 decapitated babies, uh, the death rate uh, skyrocketing uh, in terms of the number of bodies that they have found and more people trying to engage Israel in um, attacks and uh, hostilities. It's a very um, kind of uh, continually changing story. What is the very latest to your knowledge? Well, you know, Kevin, we thank you for having me on, by the way. We've been fearing, and now unfortunately it has come true, that there would be other multiple fronts in this uh, war on Israel, uh, in addition to what happened over the weekend that the world has been horrified by. Um, now, today, there's been a massive escalation of terrorists and armed drones attacking northern Israel from Lebanon and also uh, incursions from Syria. The red alert sirens were going off nonstop as the Iron Dome was fired up to, to knock down missiles and, and incursions. Local media in Israel are uh, reporting what they call hostile aircraft penetrating Israeli airspace. And mm. by that, they mean armed drones, but also manned paragliders uh, of the style we saw when Hamas flew over a uh, youth music festival in the desert and uh, gunned down a number of young people who were just dancing and enjoying the, the, the morning. Uh, so it's a it's a major escalation and it's really really concerning because you know israel i think has shown tremendous restraint as somebody who's not there and is working through media and through all israel news to get my input uh, i think i would have probably if i'd been had my finger on the button or whatever you'd want to say 
I would have been a, had a much more massive response so far. And I think one is coming, but they haven't done that yet. But with if there's going to be a three front or three pronged attack, particularly if the West Bank gets into the party, uh, Israel's going to have to retaliate with mighty force and it's going to be fearsome. Yeah. Well, we spoke with Katie McFarland yesterday as an analysis of um, her perspective, particularly as a national security advisor to multiple presidents in the past. And her real concern, and she has a great piece up at Fox News I want everybody to, to take a look at, is that um, Iran and their allies will continue to fund these incursions, continue to encourage them. Uh, because they want the massive retaliation uh, and they want to be able to propagandize the deaths of Palestinians as a result. But Tom, when you're talking about uh, 1,200 confirmed dead, 22 of which, by the way, I, I need to point out are Americans that we've yes. confirmed so far. Uh, this is something that Israel and the U.S. should be taking very seriously. Um, I, I want to get your reaction to a couple of things. Turkey is now threatening the life of Bibi Netanyahu, saying that he will uh, be shot dead at some point in the near future. Uh, not uh, President Erdogan specifically, but President Erdogan made a specific statement uh, regarding the purpose of the U.S. carrier in the region. Uh, in my conversations with the military over the last 48 hours, it is clear that we are providing logistics, which means um, uh, intelligence. We have uh, satellite capabilities and other th other ways of being able to see things that a lot of the groups in the region do not have. But we also have the ability to give them massive amounts of munitions uh, from that position. What is the latest in terms of your sources in terms of how the U.S. and Israel is working together at this point? Well, back up just a second for um, people listening and me. Uh, I don't want you to reveal your sources, but it wasn't President Erdogan. Who was it within Turkey that was making this? OK, claim? that was a that was a fellow cabinet member. I think he was the cabinet of the uh, the secretary of the interior or something along those lines. But he he made a public statement in Turkish news yesterday that uh, President uh, Netanyahu would pay with his life for the retaliation on Gaza interesting. Uh, and that somebody would shoot him dead uh, in the near Very future. interesting. Well, so so they're Turkey. obviously and, you know, we haven't even mentioned Turkey uh, in our conversations up till now because they're a NATO ally. So you've got right. a NATO country, you've got Iran, you've got Syria, you've got Lebanon. Uh, Jordan has not done anything as far as I know as of yet, uh, but you obviously have the Gaza and these are all hotbeds of mostly Shiite uh, ideology that are ready to uh, pounce. Yeah, they are. It's 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 bad. Well, to answer your question, so much of this is classified. They don't tell us. I, I asked Joel Rosenberg, who's our CEO and founder at All, All Israel News, you know, how long can the Iron Dome keep going, given the fact that so many missiles are coming in and then every time an Exocet missile or a Patriot goes to knock down something, if it's headed toward a populated area, that's how the system works. It's kind of like triangulating the trajectory of them. If they fall in the desert, they just let it go. But correct. If it's headed to the cities, they shoot it down and it's you know, massive amount of money to shoot even one of them down. And with this kind of barrage, how many missiles do they have? How much money do they have? And he said, well, that's all classified. But obviously, that's part of our agreement between the United States and Israel that we will supply whatever they need 
Uh, President Biden keeps using that phrase, we've got your back. I'm not sure that I'd have a lot of confidence in that if I were, uh, you know, the Israelis, but it is what it is. He is the commander in chief. And if he green lights it, and he, he has at least verbally been very pro-Israel, hopefully that will happen. One, one other interesting development this morning was that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and former defense minister, former leader of the IDF, Benny Gantz, who was really a political opponent of Netanyahu's at one time, have formed an emergency unity government. And, and why that's important for people listening is Israel is a multi-party coalition government. Food uh, is the, the big one, but, uh, you know, to have all these warring factions within the government, kind of like having Republicans, Democrats, uh, the Green Party, uh, you know, no labels, you pick any number of them here. If they all had seats in Congress, you talk about the mess we're in now, it would be really bad. Well, now they're coalescing everybody for one massive council. They're coming together, which is exactly what they should do. And by the way, it's what I'm hearing from Israelis that they want Western democracies to do, that they want hostages released without negotiation. They want uh, zero conditions on the return of the uh, hostages and and they want the hostilities to stop. Tom Tradup, we're going to check in with you again tomorrow. Thank you for your up-to-the-minute analysis of what's going on. You can read all of his work, by the way, at allisrael.com, allisrael.com. And uh, Tom, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough, we continue with a big show. Stay with us. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Get ready for a special evening as AM 970 celebrates all things Broadway. On Friday, October 20th, AM 970 will be coming to you live from Times Square as Radio Night Live's Fun Friday team hosts their third annual broadcast for Broadway. Radio host Kevin McCullough, that's yours truly, will join New York's First Lady of Hospitality, Christine Nicholas of Nicholas and Lentz Communications, and Times Square Association's very own Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, for a special two-hour live broadcast with special guests from the hottest shows on Broadway and Times Square's fabulous restaurants, attractions, and more. Come join us in Times Square on October 20th for a special edition of Radio Night Live, or make sure to tune in to AM 970 from 7 to 9 p.m. on October 20th for a show you will not want to miss. That's October 20th, live from Times Square, Radio Night Live, 7 to 9 p.m. See you there. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. We uh, love getting together with Mike Connors each week to get one of your real-life questions answered. And Mike, I have a feeling you may know how to answer this one. Carl from Bayside writes, Mike Connors, what is a living will? All right, well, a living will is a writing that usually, you know, expresses your wishes about end of life issues. Uh, if I am terminally ill, I do not want to be resuscitated. If I'm in a coma, I don't want a feeding tube. You know, and basically it's a statement of your wishes of how you want to be treated as far as end of life issues go. Now, a living will is not a legally recognized document in New York. It's not to say it's illegal, but it's not a legally recognized document. 
it's not binding. It's really basically just a letter of how you want to be treated, usually in the time of your final days. Uh, it's more important to have a healthcare proxy where you choose someone to make the medical decisions on your behalf if you can't speak for yourself. That's a healthcare proxy. And it's much more important to have a good healthcare proxy than it is to have a living will. All right. So, friends, uh, Carl and Bayside particularly, I hope that's helpful. And, friends, maybe you need to set up your healthcare proxy. Why don't you call Connors and Sullivan at 718 238 6500 and set your appointment to do just that? 718 238 6500. And send your questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com, as he will be able to uh, then answer them, not only with me, Kevin McCullough, but also um, on your own, um, on his own broadcast, Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday morning starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Mike Gallagher wants a little shake-up in Washington. You know what's good for us? I don't think there's any dispute. Disruptors. You want more of the same? Are you okay with business as usual in Washington, D.C.? Are you satisfied with the way things have been going? I thought this was a time when we expect fighters in Washington, not people who are going to play footsie, with the Democrats. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now boys, from boys, New York, boys, back boys, to boys. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys, McCullough. Of all the boys I've known and I've known some. All right, Kevin McCullough, continuing my special coverage of the war in Israel and what has happened over the last number of days. If you were listening yesterday, you heard us break the news that amongst those that were found in the kibbutz, 40 babies were beheaded and discovered. Uh, just more of the atrocities that we have heard about, that we have sometimes seen in terms of social media, and we are continuing to speak out against. Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Uh, here in the United States, one of the things I am very, very dismayed about is that there are these pro-Palestinian demonstrations breaking out everywhere. The Black Lives Matter people in Chicago uh, coming up with their logo yesterday of a paraglider that said, uh, I stand with Palestine, and uh, they, they flew the uh, Palestinian flag over the, over the silhouette. It's just repulsive. It turns my stomach. Um, this has been nothing short of a, of a massacre, of a slaughter, of a genocide. This is ethnic cleansing. These are people that are trying to kill people simply because they are Israeli, uh, and they are trying to do so. And I believe there's a larger agenda that uh, Iran is actually working at here in using Hamas and Hezbollah to start uh, an even bigger problem, but we'll get into that later in the show today. Next, I want to introduce um, Elad uh, Levy, who is joining us for the first time. And um, Elad is someone who is in Israel, and he is the uncle of an Israeli soldier who has now been missing since the conflict, uh, and he is joining us very late his time in Israel tonight. Elad, welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. It's very good to have you. Hi, Kevin. Thank you very much for uh, having me. 
Uh, we are, I just want to say this up front. I, I stand with Israel now and forever. Uh, what has happened to you is nothing short of just heinous evil. Um, but let's talk about your nephew. Um, when was the last time that you, that you knew he was uh, safe? What would, have you heard anything updated sure. about his situation? What's going on? Yeah, sure. So it is my niece. Uh, it's a she. Sorry. Her name is Ronnie. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Ronnie, and she's a 19 years old uh, teenager. She's been in the military service. It's a mandatory service for uh, a little bit more than a year. And she served in uh, Gaza in a camp uh, on the border of Gaza. Um, last time we heard from her, it was uh, around uh, 9.30 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, the attacks on her base started uh, probably, you know, before that. And the message that we got, it's actually she sent a text message to her mother um, with the following, hi, mom, I'm okay, I'm busy, I love you. And that's the last message that we heard from her. And it's been, uh, so that's since Saturday morning, so all these days since. Um, Elad, give me a, a lay of the land that we know that there are more than a thousand casualties that have been counted now. Um, is it your understanding that most of the victims have been identified or are, are they still discovering uh, bodies and atrocities? I, I don't think that uh, most of the, the bodies were discovered. I, I heard some estimates that the number is going to double by the end when everything and maybe a little bit more than that. I think so we're talking you're, you're anticipating between two and three thousand victims total. Yes, I would which, say roughly speaking, yes. yes. Which, for those of you listening, friends, um, on 9/11 we lost about three thousand people in a country that has 330 million. To lose three thousand people in a country that only has nine million um, is 9/11 uh, times 60. This is just insane in terms of the the pain and the anguish. Um, Eli, let's talk about what's uh, what's the frame of mind of the country right now. Um, what are you and your fellow Israelis thinking, praying, hoping for, asking the world to understand? Absolutely. I would say, look, we, we, we are hurt. Families like us, like I said, there are, you know, 2,000 families which were hurt, were devastated. But at the same time, we're resilient. We're all determined to, um, to finish it off. We have all the support to our military forces and to the government. Um, to go and strike Hamas and wipe them out. What we expect to happen, I think, if you ask me, there are two things that we expect from the world. This is what I, what I said is my expectations for the government and from the Israeli forces and the Israeli people. In, in addition, we expect from the world, I think, to understand and act on two things. The first is the hostage uh, situation. People need to understand that Hamas kidnapped hundreds of people. We don't know the exact number. Among them, roughly 40 to 50 small kids, little kids, as young as one years old, two years old, five years old. Really, you know, infants. Without their mothers and fathers, which they killed before that at the kibbutz. They kidnapped old ladies, grandmothers, you know, ladies that are 80, 90 years old with medical conditions, with medical needs. They kidnapped scores of, you know, females, female soldiers and female civilians. 
Imagine what you know they're going to do to them. What we ask and demand from the international community, the UN, US, EU, all the humanitarian organizations is to act and work immediately for the release of all the hostages unconditionally. No negotiations, no nothing. Nobody's going to negotiate with Hamas. Hamas is ISIS. So we need the world to act now. First, release the hostages immediately. That should be one uh, uh, position that all the world should unite around. Yeah. Um, and just to along those lines, you said that uh, Hamas is ISIS. Uh, it is the worst uh, extremes of, of that ideology. And friends, um, I have no doubt that um, that Iran has fully funded uh, all of this activity. In fact, we have intelligence reports that say this was all finalized last week in Beirut, that the Revolutionary Guard from Iran was involved in the approval and the go ahead and the planning. Um, this is a much bigger um, force at work than just a few crazies that are in some of the uh, areas around Israel. This is this this is global in terms of its importance, and that's why it requires a global response. That's why the United States must respond with one voice. Um, a lot of you listening know that I don't I don't agree with President Biden on a lot of things. There's a lot of things I disagree with him on. His strong statement of solidarity with Israel yesterday was a very good sign. And it's my prayer that he will keep that position in place um, for the foreseeable future. Um, my, my fear, Elad, is that um, that these, these demonstrations by the radical Palestinian groups here in the States will have some influence on the Democratic Party, which has a lot of Palestinian sympathizers in it. And I don't want them influencing our national policy uh, to, to sway away from the solidarity that we are showing with Israel right now. But we will we will have to wait and see and take that on a day by day basis. We are speaking with Elad Levy, whose niece uh, was uh, has been missing since um, uh, since Saturday morning. And we will uh, we will continue our conversation with him coming up in uh, just a minute. We take a quick break and then we'll be right back. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Stay here. reporting Republicans have nominated Congressman Steve Scalise to be the next House Speaker. Now they must try to unite their deeply divided majority to elect the conservative in a floor vote after ousting Congressman Kevin McCarthy from the job. In private balloting at the Capitol on Wednesday, House Republicans narrowly pushed aside Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, the Judiciary Committee chairman, in favor of Scalise. But tensions are still running high amongst Republicans who brought the House to a standstill with bitter infighting. A floor vote of the whole House is expected. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Wednesday that Hamas militants beheaded soldiers in their attack on Israel, and he vowed that Israel would crush and destroy Hamas in response to the attack. 
On Wall Street, the Dow by 65 points. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Want more AM970 The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM970 The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM970 The Answer. The only station in New York that doesn't hold back. AM970 The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. Hi, my name is Peg. I'm a wife, mother, and grandmother. Family is so important to me, and I want to stay healthy so that I can continue to do the things that I enjoy doing with all of them. I would recommend Balance of Nature. It's so easy to do every day. I feel great, and who doesn't want to feel great? Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and Bay Ridge Honda is kicking off October's spooky season with scary savings so low, you'll scream. Bay Ridge Honda is your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs. You can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles, like the all-new Honda Civic, CRV, and HRV, ready for you to drive home today. And over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, receive 15 $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't buy a car from Bay Ridge Honda, they want to buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough back with you. It is Wednesday, and normally we focus on wellness issues, but with the news being what it is and as big as it is, uh, I just can't move away from the top story. We will have a discussion in just a moment with uh, Kwang Do, who's back with us. Uh, he's got some exciting uh, uh, information to relay to us on that study he was doing on aging. We're going to get into that with him in just a bit. But we continue with Elad Levy, 
who is uh, staying up late for us in Israel tonight and is relaying to us uh, what is happening there. Uh, Elad, I'm, I'm very much aware that the international community um, even NATO, uh, Turkey today, threatening um, not only uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, but uh, some of the other uh, members of the ruling uh, party right now in uh, Israel. I, I've read numbers of 300,000 military um, reservists and active duty being called up. Can you talk to us uh, at, at all from your vantage point as to uh, if there are more threats that they are expecting, if there are other borders that they are expecting those threats to to cross, what what is the condition of the of the situation as you see it right now? No, absolutely. We're facing a few fronts here because uh, you know Gaza. Everybody knows what's going on, but uh, we uh, on the north we have Hezbollah in Lebanon, and on the Syrian border we do have um, I would say. You can call it Hezbollah. You can call it, you know, Iranian proxies or all kinds of, you know, you know, terrorist groups that are just waiting to attack us. There are a few hits back and forth between Israel and Hezbollah um, over the last three days. Um, kind of like, you know, it seems like a very slow cooking and escalating. And and this is, you know, obviously a, a huge threat. And uh, if you want to add to that, we heard some, uh, you know, Iraqi forces, Iranian supported, obviously, the Houthis in, 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 in Yemen, all kind of like, you know, um, let's say threatening that they are going to join the fight and will send their, you know, all their ammunitions against Israel. So I, I definitely, there is uh, a huge threat here. Do you know if there's any um, reaction by the Saudis or the um... Dubai or Qatar or any of the Abraham Accord nations that you guys have um, been more friendly with in recent years? Has there been any response from any of those state, uh, nations? I think we heard, uh, and I'm not sure, um, you know, uh, statements of uh, against Hamas in the first couple of days. I think they do realize that uh, what Hamas is, <laughs> what Hamas has done, slaughtered, you know, Jews in Israel, they'll do the same thing for the people in the uh, in the Emirates, in Dubai, in Saudi, actually in Israel, actually, you know, they'll do to other Palestinians. And, you know, these guys are not human beings. This is yeah. exactly like ISIS. They're going to, you know, slaughter and kill and savagely anyone who's not them. Well, and that's the uh, that's the real challenge here, friends, is, is you're watching the news. Keep this in mind. We're not dealing with rational actors. These are people that are driven by an ideology. They're driven by um, a very uh, strong sense of, um, I, I don't know how you describe it. It's, it's almost like a demonic calling to uh, hurt these people uh, to the degree that they can. And all you have to know is if they're willing to hurt children and innocent women and older women, uh, their their intent is not is not good. These are not uh, these are not fair gains of uh, military targets. These are innocent civilians that have been targeted, and it's my belief that they are tr they they took hostages, uh, Elad, to try to get prisoners free. Is that is that the thinking there in Israel as well? Look, it's a, that's what they say, but we don't believe them. I think that you know we don't know what they've done to the hostages. We don't know who's alive and who's not. Right. And, and we don't know who came in alive 
and you know and who's going to come back as dead so right. these people are complete savages you know uh, bloodthirsty like you said there is no ideology there is no political motive here it's you know one what they've done was for one purpose and one purpose only kill and slaughter jews my my desire for a long time elad and i've traveled to um, israel multiple times uh, i wish the rest of the world would um, uh, sort of take their handcuffs off of you and let you do what you need to do to protect yourselves i know that um, the world is praying for you tonight i know that uh, there is no there's there's no evil that uh, you could face that's any worse than what has happened over the last few days so i'm hopeful that uh, the western democracies will demand those hostages be released and take action towards that end uh, but know elad tonight that the united states stands with you and we are we are there for the foreseeable future and um, in my heart and my listeners hearts we're not going anywhere thank you very much and we appreciate it uh, a lot uh, here in israel we will check in with you again elad levy thank you so much for being Absolutely. with us thank you bye-bye all right kevin mccullough we've still got a lot to get to don't go away You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths regular price is 79.98 for a limited time you can get this six pack towel set for only 39.99 with promo code joe p that's a 50 percent savings go to mypillow.com call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to save 50 percent on the mypillow six pack towel sets Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's I on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager has mixed feelings on the McCarthy move. I hate having mixed feelings because... I normally don't have mixed feelings. I normally take a strong position and explain why I've taken it. I don't know what this will change. Kevin McCarthy, in some ways, did a good job. The Dennis Prager Show. 
Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Get ready for a special evening as AM 970 celebrates all things Broadway. On Friday, October 20th, AM 970 will be coming to you live from Times Square as Radio Night Live's Fun Friday team hosts their third annual broadcast for Broadway. Radio host Kevin McCullough, that's yours truly, will join New York's First Lady of Hospitality, Christine Nicholas of Nicholas and Lentz Communications, and Times Square Association's very own Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, for a special two-hour live broadcast with special guests from the hottest shows on Broadway and Times Square's fabulous restaurants, attractions, and more. Come join us in Times Square on October 20th for a special edition of Radio Night Live, or make sure to tune in to AM 970 from 7 to 9 p.m. on October 20th for a show you will not want to miss. That's October 20th, live from Times Square, Radio Night Live, 7 to 9 p.m. See you there. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little All right, Kevin McCullough, it's Wednesday. We normally talk wellness for much of the show. Today, a little more breaking news just because of the nature of the days that we live in. But I am excited to welcome back Quang uh, Do, who was with us just a few weeks ago, it seems like. Uh, but it was actually a couple of months ago, I guess. Uh, because Dr. Mark Siegel, who was on last week, said, Kev... You've got to get uh, Mr. Doe back because there's some good news that he's uh, found in the in the studying that he was doing. And friends, I don't know if you remember, but he has been working on some very exciting research as it pertains to aging and Alzheimer's and some of the uh, potential to reverse damage from the Alzheimer's condition. Kwong, welcome back. So good to have you. Kevin, thank you so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Um, just for my listeners' sake, give us a, a nutshell recap of what we discussed last time. We very quickly discussed our drug candidate, NE3107, which is in the clinic right now being developed for Alzheimer's disease. In our phase two trial, we remarkably found that it reversed the cognitive decline amongst the small group of Alzheimer's patients that were in that trial. It did not slow the decline, it reversed the decline. And there were a bunch of other things that were very exciting that um, gives us great optimism for what to expect later on this year where our larger phase three trial in Alzheimer's is expected to read out in late November, early December or so. So that's our work in Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. I want to I emphasize what you said there because it stood out to me so strongly when we spoke before. Most of the Alzheimer's treatments that have been utilized thus far have focused on slowing the decline, slowing the decay of the damage, and trying to just, uh, you know, help extend the, uh, the state of the mind um, in, in terms of slowing the decay. But in your, in your study, and it's the first of its kind, you're actually dealing with um, a molecule, a, a medicine, a, a, a drug, if you will, that is going to take that process backwards and this has never been done before. For, for my listeners' sake, why is your um, why is your medication, why is your uh, discovery able to do what it's able to do when all of the other uh, research has been to slow the, the, the decline? How is yours able to reverse it? 
our drug candidate, AB3107, works on a completely different mechanism, right? And what it does is that it prevents the buildup of TNF-alpha, which is considered the master regulator of inflammation in the body. Now, there are many things that can contribute to inflammation. It could be the buildup of amyloid beta, that is the target of the recently approved monoclonal antibodies. It could be tau, it could be many, many things, all of which contribute to inflammation via TNF-alpha. And the problem with many drugs that target each one of these individual um, inflammatory stimuli is that you focused on one and you've ignored all the others. Hmm. What makes 3107 very unique is that it blocks it, them all. It blocks the production of TNF-alpha regardless of the source of the original um, um, inflammatory stimulus. Right, so it blocks it at just what I consider to be the right place at the right time. Furthermore, it is a small molecule. So patients take two capsules a day and in clinical trials so far, it has shown to be very, very safe. So we don't have to worry about brain swelling and bleeding and so forth that we've seen with some of the other alternatives. Well, that's really encouraging. And when you talk about reversing the decline as opposed to slowing it, what does that look like in terms of extension of function and uh, livelihood? Um, cognition is measured in the clinic through a number of cognitive assessment scales, one of which is ADAS-COG. Right? And ADAS-COG, typically in the other trials, you just see the patients, their scores going higher, higher meaning a higher disease score. So patients are continually getting worse, some more worse than others. In our trial, the patients got better. They saw a reduction of the ADAS-COG score. And when you interview the patients and their family members and caregivers, you hear stories that at the beginning of the trial, my loved one couldn't remember this, that, or the other, but by the end of the trial, he or she was contributing to conversations, remembering various things, and so forth. So those exit interviews give us great hope for what we hope to see later on this year. Now, compare for me the size of the studies of the one that you completed versus the one you expect to have information on before the end of the year. The original phase two trial was only 23 patients large, so that was a relatively small trial. Our phase three trial, reading out later on this year, is in excess of 400 patients. So we will have, we hope to have sufficient numbers here to have um, statistical significance demonstrating the effect that we saw earlier. If it mirrors the success that you had, what is the pathway to getting your uh, medication to market? Well, it is still a fairly long path, right? There, our default plan is that we will need to conduct a second phase three trial outside the U.S. so that we can register the trial globally. Typically, you would need to have two phase three trials for approval, so that is our default plan. And under that default plan, we would not register until probably 2026. But given the results we've seen so far, we're hopeful that there may be two additional options for us to bring it to market earlier in the US. If later on this year, we see the effect on cognition as we saw and the effect on reducing amyloid beta, frankly, that's how the other drugs were approved. If we see hmm. that effect, we're definitely gonna go and have the conversation with the FDA about accelerated approval or conditional approval while we conduct our second phase three. 
So that's one additional option. The second additional option is that we will start a new trial early next year in what's called mild cognitive impairment or MCI. It's a phase three trial that is relatively short to conduct and which we hope to have results by the end of 2024. If we have positive results in that trial, that means we now have positive results in two phase three trials because everyone knows that MCI eventually progresses onto mild and moderate Alzheimer's. Those two phase three trials may be, a, uh, may be usable in the US for full approval, right? And that could be as early as 2025 if things work out our way. That sounds really encouraging. Kwong, if, if, if anybody listening wants more info on what you're working on, how do they find out about it? Please go to our website at biovpharma.com. Biovpharma.com. And uh, you can find out all of the information. It, give me the, the drug number one more time. Our drug candidate is NE3107. All right. We're going to follow. We're going to continue to follow this with you. And congratulations on the results thus far. And we look forward to finding out what your phase three says a little bit later this year. Terrific. Thank you for following us. Thank you for having me back. You got it. Kwong Do, thank you so much. Kevin McCullough coming right back on Wellness Wednesday. Don't go away. Think the government is spying on you? Wait until you learn the entire truth from Swiss America, the trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. Let's just say you might want to think twice before making a bank withdrawal these days because somebody could be watching. It's true. Let Swiss America educate you about how banks are required to spy on us for the government and report any behavior they deem suspicious. You'll be shocked when you read The Secret War on Cash from Swiss America, which is really a war against all freedom-loving Americans. It's free to Salem listeners. Get your free copy of The Secret War on Cash by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This war includes digital currencies too, so please get and read The Secret War on Cash free by calling or texting right now at 800-630-1495. 800-630-1495. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Get ready for a special evening as AM 970 celebrates all things Broadway. On Friday, October 20th, AM 970 will be coming to you live from Times Square as Radio Night Live's Fun Friday team hosts their third annual broadcast for Broadway. Radio host Kevin McCullough, that's yours truly, will join New York's First Lady of Hospitality, Christine Nicholas of Nicholas and Lentz Communications, and Times Square Association's very own Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance, for a special two-hour live broadcast with special guests from the hottest shows on Broadway and Times Square's fabulous restaurants, attractions, and more. Come join us in Times Square on October 20th for a special edition of Radio Night Live, or make sure to tune in to AM 970 from 7 to 9 p.m. on October 20th for a show you will not want to miss. That's October 20th, live from Times Square, Radio Night Live, 7 to 9 p.m. See you there. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity, and by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees. And now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from arrabbiata to putanesca and of course their fresh marinara they're family owned and operated it's authentic everything is made completely from scratch even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide they make it right there at michaels of brooklyn visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com join their sauce of the month club that's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations that's 718-988-7851 michaels of brooklyn serving the community since 1960 Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, final few minutes of Wellness Wednesday, and I just want to... you know, I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location this week. Um, and I will tell you, I, I can tell you a little bit more about what I've done when I get back, but uh, it's been a very interesting, eye-opening experience. But, you know, when you're on the road, um, you, you, you're tempted to eat in places where you norm, normally wouldn't eat. And I know that for many people, um, even for kids, the, the sign of those uh, golden arches is kind of a, 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 I don't know, a heartwarming uh, nostalgic. Uh, oh yeah, I remember when we did that. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, well, many people believe that McDonald's isn't associated with healthy food, probably for good reason. Uh, Catherine Carnets, a Rhode Island-based registered dietitian and owner of Nutrition Education RD, said many McDonald's food items are in high in saturated fat, cholesterol, added sugar, added salt, etc. But she says by carefully ordering from the menu and not making the fast food chain a regular part of your routine, you can opt for better for you alternatives. To make more nutritious choices, when you visit the Golden Arches, Carnets, as well as uh, Laura Clevenger, a registered dietitian from Edgewater, Florida, said, um, here's what's okay to order. Um, On the breakfast stuff, don't go for the hash browns, go for the apple slices. If you're looking for a low calorie snack that provides that crunch, the apple slices are a great choice. Egg McMuffin. Clevenger said this sandwich made with egg, cheese, and Canadian bacon is around 310 calories, 17 grams of protein, 13 grams of fat, and 30 grams of carbs. Um, there is a much healthier choice for breakfast than uh, that, they say, and that's the fruit and maple oatmeal, which has 320 calories, but only has six grams of protein, four and a half grams of fat, and a whopping 64 grams of carbs. If you're trying to watch your blood sugar and stay fully Stay fuller longer. The protein and fat option from the Egg McMuffin is the better option. They said uh, the McCrispy is also a, a good option. You may want to reach for a fried chicken sandwich. Still, when eaten on occasion, this is a good option. If you're concerned about getting enough protein, 470 calories, chicken sandwich gives you 26 grams of protein and uh, in, in that. And they even said that the McDonald's hamburger, a classic choice, with a pretty impressive nutritional makeup compared to the other burger options on the menu. 12 grams of protein, 
It's a sure bet you'll be feeling full and satisfied for hours while out and about. Uh, both the hamburger and the cheeseburger have ketchup, mustard, chopped onions, and a pickle. Again, you don't want to make this menu item a daily part of your diet, but on occasion and under the right circumstances, you can actually um, do not so bad from McDonald's is what these registered dietitians are saying. And on Wellness Wednesday, and on a day in which we've talked about a lot of bad news, I thought maybe a little bit of good news to end the show would be the way to go. I'm Kevin McCullough. We've got a big, big event for you coming up on Monday. I hope you can join us. If you're in the city, we will be live in Times Square from 3 to 6 in the afternoon for uh, AM 570, The Mission. And uh, those of you that hear me there, uh, regular time, uh, we will be there. Uh, but if you're listening to us on AM 970, The Answer, or anywhere else, uh, 3 to 6, live in Times Square this coming Monday. I hope you can join us. And then I'm back in Times Square uh, a, a week from Friday, we, where we will be doing our broadcast for Broadway. That's all straight ahead next week. Kevin McCullough saying we'll see you then.